Well, good Sunday morning to you. I'm Melissa Moore, and welcome to Mile High Magazine. We're glad you're here. April is Child Abuse Prevention Month, and looking forward to our conversation today with Leah Varnell. She is the Executive Director of CASA of Jefferson and Gilpin Counties. Good morning. Good morning, Melissa. Thank you so much for having me. Well, thank you for being here. Let's talk a little bit first about CASA and what is it? Explain it to people. So CASA stands for Court Appointed Special Advocates. We're a local nonprofit that works with children who are in the court system by no fault of their own and as a result of child abuse and neglect. There are 18 CASA programs in Colorado, and I'm the executive director of the program that serves Jefferson and Gilpin counties, which is the first judicial district in Colorado. Our volunteers work every day to make a difference in these children's lives. They are present for these vulnerable children who have suffered unimaginable things in their short lives. The abuse they've suffered could have been physical, emotional, sexual, or trauma from witnessing domestic violence. Mm -hmm. And our advocates serve as a voice for these children and an eyes and ears for the court to ensure they're safe, getting the resources they need, and the opportunity to return to a safe and stable home. So tell me, how do they do that? How do they help the children? Give me some examples of some of the services that CASA does. Well, because they work one-on-one, usually with a child or a sibling group, they, their resources can be spent and their time can be spent just ensuring that the children, those children in the system are being taken care of. They are working with a foster placement if the children have been removed from the home. They are working with teachers and doctors uh, to make sure that the children's health and mental health needs are being taken care of, that their educational needs are being met. Um, often they are the one consistent adult that is making sure on a weekly basis that that children are getting what they need. So the children end up in the courts, as you said, no fault of their own. And so CASA is a court appointed. So the judge will actually appoint someone for the child then from your organization? Correct. After our volunteers have been thoroughly uh, vetted and screened and then trained to uh, the extent of 30 to 35 hours uh, button-the-seat training, they are court-appointed by a judge as officers of the court. So they have an actual court order that allows them access to information and to the children uh, on these in these cases. And I know April is Child Abuse Prevention Month. How would you say the work that you're doing with CASA, because what, it's been the 20th anniversary last year? Right. Yep. Which we didn't get to really celebrate because of COVID. I know. I know. How do you feel like you're making a difference or CASA is making a difference? I think that uh, our volunteers and last year our uh, volunteers served 400 children who were in the in the system giving 10,000 hours on their cases, which really converts to about a $300,000 cost value to the county and community. Wow. There were almost uh, 270 volunteers just in our judicial district. Mm-hmm. And and I, you, you can't put, uh, I, I, there is just, it's priceless what our volunteers are doing for these children in their one-on-one uh, relationships. They are there to be an ear. They are there to be an advocate. They are there to help make change for a better future for these children. Excuse me, these children. And I mean, these have got to be some pretty difficult cases that your volunteers go in and and deal with. They are. This is not work that everyone can do. There, I do believe there's a place in CASA for everyone, but not everybody can be an advocate. This is some pretty emotionally draining work that the volunteers are asked 
to do. It, it, I, in my opinion, it is some of the most rewarding volunteer work that a person could do, but it takes a toll. It sure does. Well, I'm sure having to hear about some of the abuse and some of the things that children have gone through, that it, it does take a toll on the volunteers. Right. Yep. But yet, thank God they're there for the kids because that's who really needs them. I agree. I agree. And so some of the services that they're helping the kids, you said that they're kind of an ear. They're there for that child. Does that relationship end once the child is placed, like in foster home or somewhere, or what happens then? So really, our work just begins uh, when there is a placement in foster care, or many of our children do not uh, do not have to be removed from the home. There's court supervision, but children have been able to remain in the home with uh, the system providing services in home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's just the, the real beginning. Um, a case can last 15 to 18 months on average. So the volunteer's commitment is is well over a year, oftentimes even longer than that, where they are providing advocacy on a weekly basis. Right. They are in the home talking with the, the parents or providers, all the other professionals who are involved, and then making sure that the judge is hearing recommendations based on what the volunteer is seeing and, and hearing. So that's a big part then of CASA is that the volunteers then go and they go before the judge and give them their their opinion, not just their opinion, but what they've witnessed and what they're seeing. Correct. Correct. And I I know our our judges rely heavily on the CASA volunteers' information that they bring to court because they know that they're the the person, not that the caseworkers and the other professionals aren't uh, doing the work that they need to be doing, but their caseloads are enormous. Mm -hmm. And again, our volunteers really are working usually with one child or one sibling group at a time. Oh, okay. So they're, they're really able to bring more current, accurate information in a timely way to the judge who's making those ever important decisions for these children. What would you say is the big difference between a caseworker besides the besides the number of cases a caseworker and a casa advocate I think that the, the passion is there and the commitment to children's safety and well-being uh, is is there for both the caseworker and the casa volunteer again it it really comes down to resources and the fact that the volunteer is working with so many fewer children at a mm-hmm. time than the caseworker is allowed to, sure. uh, just because that is the way our system is working. And how old are the children that you serve with CASA? The children that we serve can be newborns and they can be young adults. So the whole range there. Uh, we have a new program, a fairly new program that we started in the last couple of years where we're serving emancipating foster youth. So okay. um, the, the youth in that program are eight 18 to 24 years old. Sure. And it's a continuation of the services that we've been providing to them while they've been in the system as part of a dependency and neglect case. Okay. And tell me a little bit about a new program you have too called Youth Alliance. Yeah, good. Thank you. Um, again, new program that, that CASA in our jurisdiction started. We are partnering with, partnering with the Jefferson County Department of Human Services and the Foothills Regional Housing Authority to provide affordable housing and then wraparound services and coaches uh, to these young adults who are just starting to navigate real life starting to learn how to uh, manage their budgets, apply for college, 
shop for groceries and and get jobs, adulting as they yeah. call it. We <laughs> and we have a real opportunity to help transition foster youth into a positive place so that they can get a start in their adult lives. And this continuation of services has become a real community effort for us. Yeah, what an incredible service, especially especially you said first off affordable housing. I mean that is hard to come by here in Colorado. It, no kidding, no kidding. And if you're a, a youth who um, has not even gotten their high school diploma or their GED, boy, struggling. Right. And and the outcomes have in the past been so poor for these youth that we really felt like we had to do something. Well, I love hearing that. And I know with April being Child Abuse Prevention Month, uh, you have a breakfast coming up, Champions for Children Breakfast. Tell me about that. Okay. Our Champions for Children Breakfast is on April 21st. It's unfortunate that uh, we have to have uh, Child Abuse Prevention Month, but we it, it really is an opportunity for us to shine the light on what is happening for mm-hmm. these vulnerable children. Our breakfast, it's an annual breakfast, and we are raising the funds to provide the training and support for our advocates and the other programs we provide. Um, it's going to be at the Denver West Marriott, and people can get more information by visiting our website at casajeffogilpin.com. All right. And you said that last year you served 400 children in the system. Was that right? Right. Yeah. I mean, that is a big number to think about these kids and what they have gone through to end up in that situation. Yeah. And our volunteers are doing that one-on-one and like I said donated they donated more than 10,000 hours working on their cases last year. Who would make a great volunteer for CASA? I think that I've been asked that question a lot. I think that um, there there's a place for everyone at CASA. Not everyone can be an advocate, but we need everyone. We need a diverse group. We need men, women, working professionals, young people, retirees, 55% of our volunteers have full-time jobs. Mm -hmm. Um, If you have a passion for making sure that children grow up in a safe, nurturing, permanent home, if you're 21 years old or older, uh, you you should look into being a CASA volunteer. All right. And what does that process look like for someone to start? All somebody has to do is go to our website, casajeffcogilpin.com, or give us a call at 303-271-6535, and we can get the process going. There is an application uh, that that folks need to complete, and then we do a one-on-one interview. We do have a training coming up starting in April, and we'd love to hear from people who are interested. And a lot of times, Melissa, I talk to to folks, and they don't think they can be a CASA volunteer Mm -hmm. or or are are not able to at this time, but they know someone, either a friend or a relative. So a lot of what we ask people to do is just pass the information on. Well, I think that's a great idea. And you said there's extensive training. So once you meet with them, they do the background check, uh, the interview, all of that. What kind of training, how many hours are we talking about for volunteers? Because it is a big job, and I know you want to make sure that they're fully prepared. Yep. Um, you know, we've had to switch things up and it's been for the positive during the last two years. Um, we we do most of our training in person, but have realized that uh, there's an e- easier way for a lot of folks to get trained. And so we have some virtual hybrid models going on at the same time. But people can uh, come to training and feel reassured that they're going to get what they need, the, the tools that they need to be working on these cases. They're going to be learning about child development. They're going to be learning about 
what the uh, what they need to be looking for as they're doing their um, fact finding and information mm-hmm. gathering, the, the information that is going to be relevant for them to bring back to the team, the caseworkers, the attorneys, and most importantly, the judge, uh, making sure that the parents are meeting their treatment plans, right. making progress there, and that at the end of the day, uh, that their recommendation for what needs to happen for those children uh, is based on facts and, and the best interest of the children that they're advocating for. Absolutely. And during this Child Abuse Prevention Month, what is it that you hope people will take away and maybe learn about this month and what our kids here in Colorado are going through? Unfortunately, I, I want, unfortunately, we have a problem in our society with child abuse and neglect. And so my hope is that during the month of April, especially, that people understand what a big problem we have. CASA of Jefferson and Gilpin counties, although we served those 400 children last year, that was only about half of the children that could have benefited from having a CASA volunteer. So in our judicial district, we're only meeting the need of half the children. And oh. that is about what's happening in the state of Colorado. Okay. I think most of the general public has no idea the extent of this problem in our communities. No, I, I will be honest and say I didn't. So you really do need more volunteers so that you can serve more children. Absolutely. All right. So once again, if you are interested in being a CASA volunteer or you know somebody who is, uh, what should they do again, Lee? Where do they start? They should visit our website, casajeffcogilpin.com, or give us a call at 303-271-6535. Folks can come to our breakfast and learn a whole lot more on April 21st. It's early in the morning, 730. We get you in and out. But it really is a, a way for people to gain a better understanding about the problem and about how they can can get involved and be a part of the solution. Leah, thank you so much for your time this morning and just for the great information you gave us today. I sure appreciate it. Melissa, thank you so much. You are welcome. Leah Varnell, the Executive Director of CASA of Jefferson and Gilpin Counties. And by the way, CASA celebrated its 20th anniversary just last year. More than 5,000 children have been served and the organization surpassed its 1,000th volunteer. And right now there are actively nearly 300 volunteers that are serving cases. And if you're interested, and you can once again serve in different ways at Casa of Jefferson and Gilpin Counties, definitely go to the website, get more information because April is Child Abuse Prevention Month. I'm Melissa Moore. It is Mile High Magazine. As always, thank you for spending your Sunday morning with me. Sure, appreciate it. And for more information, just go to the radio station's website. I'll see you back here next week. Remember, go out, be kind to everyone.